Before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Oladance, wireless Bluetooth headphones which deliver 19 hours of battery life, superior sound, the ability to still hear your surroundings for safety, and an open ear design which means you don't get that achy feeling from wearing them for extended periods. I used these on my 100 mile wilderness run, and if you're curious, head over to oladance.com forward slash ST and use code ST at checkout for $30 off their OWS2 headphones. Also, thanks to Pillar Performance. Pillar, spelled P-I-L-L-A-R, is a sports micronutrition company that I was introduced to after having Sam Parsons from Tin Man Elite on the show a while back. I use their pineapple coconut flavored triple magnesium product, which delivers high potency magnesium glycinate for better sleep and added recovery during my training blocks. If you'd like to try Pillar today and you're an American-based listener, head over to thefeed.com forward slash pillar and use code SINGLETRACK in all caps for 15% off your order. For international listeners, use the same code for the same discount, but a different link. Use pillarperformance.shop. Finally, thanks to Kodiak Cakes, makers of my favorite pancakes. They've been at the center of so many memorable post-long run breakfasts. They don't just taste great. It's 100% whole grain. There's 14 grams of protein per serving that helps with recovery. Go over to their website. Get yourself a few boxes of the mix. In the process, use code SINGLETRACK15 at checkout for 15% off your next order. With that, let's get to the show. Courtney DeWalter, it's so great to have you here, and it's pretty darn cool that you are uh, all systems go for UTMB. How are you feeling right now? And uh, yeah, this this podcast finds you in Leadville at the moment. I thought, I thought we were going to find you in, in Europe somewhere, but you're in Leadville. How are you feeling right now? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. We've gotten to chat so many times this year. It's a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, I think the first question I want to ask you, walk us through the moment you knew you would be doing UTMB again. Like what clinched it for you? Um, so going into the summer, my plan was Western States and hard rock and then call it a summer. Um, I didn't have entry to UTMB yet. So just focusing on those two races was, um, kind of all my brain had space for. I wanted to do those as well as I could leave everything out there and, uh, then call it a, a summer season. Um, but it always was kind of brewing in the back of my mind. Like, what if I get entry to UTMB and I get through Hard Rock, you know, uninjured and still loving running and still psyched to try again? Um, so it was like planted in there, but really was not front of mind until after Hard Rock. And Hard Rock was really hard for me this year. I suffered for the entire 100 miles. Um, so immediately afterwards, it was just a couple weeks of kicking back and not thinking about running and not really thinking forward to UTMB and if I would do it or not do it. It was like, let's just try and recover right now because that was hard. Mm. Um but then like two weeks after Hard Rock, I went for a little jog and it was like an easy 45 minute shuffle on my local trail and it felt fine, like okay, not great, but not yeah. bad. And I got home and I was like, Kevin, we got to do this. Like 
if we don't try, we'll never know. So let's just go for it. I felt okay on the run today. There's still however many weeks, like, let's sign up. Let's do this. And that was it. It was that 45-minute shuffle, <laughs> which is not the same at all to what UTMB required. <laughs> and and was, was Kevin bought in in that moment too, or was there any pushback? Oh, he was bought in. He knew that seed was planted and like kind of brewing in the background all summer. And for him too, it's like um, just a cool opportunity to see what's possible. So when I came home and said that it wasn't a total dumpster of a run and we should try UTMB, he was like, yeah, let's do it. We signed up, I think, the next morning and uh, then at least knew what our plan was. You know, it was nice to be out of a gray zone and into like, okay, so we're doing this. We've got to recover still. We've got to maybe train a little bit. We've, you know, it made the path like feel more defined moving forward. So I I know it's your third time on the start line. You've obviously basically knocked it out of the park your first two times. What's your narrative or your motivation for doing UTMB this time around? Like, is it as straightforward as just how fun it is to complete another lap around Mont Blanc or is there something else there? My motivation is really based around this now triple. So the double turned to triple and just seeing if I can get back to that finish line and what it will look like to get there. Like I'm really intrigued by what will happen. I have no idea. I um, don't know how my body is going to react. And I have really no clue on what will happen when I get to that moment where I enter the pain cave. If my, uh, you know, hands will grab hold of that chisel as eagerly as I would like them to and go back into that pain cave again. So it's a lot of curiosity of of what's possible, if I can do it, what it will feel like, um, what it will take to get there. And uh, it's also just such a fun celebration of trail running and like a beautiful course with, you know, a party along the way. It's fun to be a part of. I know it's super hard to forecast, but can you say with confidence whether this would be the definitive end of your season or would you keep the the kind of the, the party rolling, the train rolling, if this is yet another race where um, everything abides? I am fairly confident that after this one, I'm going to take a really nice long break. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have some fun races I'm signed up for to end out the year, but um, they're uh, more like enjoyment and okay. um, with people. So sharing those miles together will be the intention, not racing the race. When you think about UTMB and, you know, you compare it to a lot of these other big, cool fanfare races like Western and and, uh, Hard Rock, what about this race is particularly special to you or just makes it like differently exciting than these other, you know, races that have been a part of your summer lineup? Like what's the differentiator here? I was thinking about the three races the other day and how UTMB is almost like the mix of Western States and Hard Rock. Western States, 
you know, you need some speed. There's some runnable sections. Um, and then Hard Rock is a, you know, big hiking mountain race at altitude. And UTMB, you kind of need both of them. So it's pretty cool that it is mixing yeah. both of these ingredients from the summer to see what it looks like to do them at the same time. I was, um, I was reading a, a recent profile of you by Brian Metzler from Trail Runner Mag the other day, and he got this quote from you where you're, you're describing your mental game during these ultras that I wanted to read back to you. It's, it's brief and, and ask you about it. He said, or you say, our mindset and what we tell ourselves in our heads is as important as the running motion. I don't ever specifically train my brain, but I do sign up for these crazy hard races to try to gain more experience of the feeling that I can't go any farther or I don't have one more step in me and then try to switch my brain to power myself forward end quote. And I want to ask you about this. Like what has this practically looked like for you in races like hard rock where, you know, as you said earlier, uh, you know, it was touch and go all day and in the pain cave was externally visible. Like, can you give us some examples on course where you were able to talk your body into giving you more than it wanted to? Our brains are so, so powerful. Ultra running keeps on teaching me that over and over. Um, and what we tell ourselves in those tough moments translates physically. So at Hard Rock, I just had to make sure there was no room for negative thoughts to spiral. And so it was making the positive voices in my head as loud as possible yeah. so that there wasn't that space to think how hard it was or how much farther I had to go or how many more hours I would be struggling like this. Um, so for me, it is a lot of just simple mantras over and over. And the hope is that by just putting a mantra on repeat, it's taking up the space that something negative would sit and instead, you know, staying in a positive uh, avenue, which then I think calms our bodies down. Like if you've got just a simple positive phrase going on in your head, the rest of you can kind of calm down for a second. And that's when I can, you know, encourage my legs to keep on pushing forward and, um, you know, the poles or the arms or the breathing, like all of those pieces can take the front seat if I am calm and thinking positively and thinking of just that forward motion. Thanks to Brooks for their support of our UTMB coverage. I used their Cascadia H shoe way back in 2014 when I was introduced to trails via my through hike of the Appalachian Trail. So this is pretty cool. I've been wearing lately their new high point collection in the field, particularly their waterproof rain jacket and pants, as well as the new and improved Cascadia 17 shoe. The style and the performance across the board are all on point. I even wear that waterproof rain jacket sometimes during these interviews. Check it all out over at brooksrunning.com forward slash single track. Also, thanks to Morton. 80% of my run of the 100-mile wilderness earlier this month was supplied by Morton. I used 25 of their hydrogels, 10 of their 225C bars. They all went down easy. There was no palate fatigue, and they made me feel good because it's all natural ingredients. These are the same products used by top athletes like Tom Evans and Killian Jornet. So head over to Morton.com to take a look at what they got and try some for yourself. And finally, 
Thank you to Features, makers of my favorite trail running socks. They're durable, they're comfortable, they're stylish, and they're trusted by, again, many of the best athletes in our sport. If you'd like to give them a try, head over to their website, grab a few pairs, and use code SINGLETRACK20 at checkout for 20% off your next order. With that, let's get back to the show. Not counting serious injuries that, you know, of course are way out of your control. Uh, you know, like the, the, the hip injury at 2019 States, can you recall any times where you asked more of your legs, you asked more of your body in these races and for whatever reason it, it didn't obey, or have you found that it's kind of always followed through when you've made that demand? Um, I mean, probably, it hasn't always met the ask as high as I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> but um, so far when I ask my legs to land under me in the running motion, they tend to uh, keep doing that. Um, and then it's just like trying to get as much power into it as possible. And that's probably where like Sometimes you're just out of gas and no matter how hard you're willing with your brain, it's not going to translate to like fast running necessarily. Has it generally surprised you that this strategy has been pretty reliable, even in, you know, tougher, maybe more dire circumstances like at Hard Rock a month ago, or, um, have you sort of always trusted that, uh, generally like when you make the ask, even if it doesn't give you a hundred percent of what you asked for, like it'll be in that, like, you know, whatever 60 to 80%, uh, effort category, and it's going to get you where you want to be. I usually feel pretty surprised that, that it, uh, still works, especially when, um, I will be totally wrecked and like really wondering how I could possibly take another step forward. Um, but for me, this visualization of the pain cave has helped a ton in that. And it makes those moments feel so productive because for me, the pain cave is this growing thing with every single yeah. race. So even if I go into it at hard rock at, you know, 400 meters from the start line, I enter the pain cave and spend the next hundred miles in there to me, then I'm thinking like, this is productive time in the cave. It's, you know, not what you hoped. It's not as fun, um, but you're spending time in the cave right now. And that's so cool because think of the next time you visit and how much more ready it will be for you. It, it makes me wonder, and, and maybe you've thought about this, but like there's that famous research out there about the central governor theory where, you know, your brain sort of artificially stops you when you still have like 40% effort left in the tank. Have you ever considered given all these times you've, you know, increased that reservoir, how deep into that, you know, 40 to 50% you've cut like at hard rock, you know, did you get like halfway through that 40% or do you still think there's like a lot more there? I hope there's always going to be more there. That's the thing that's interesting to me of like, what happens if I keep going into this cave? Am I going to reach an end at some point? Am I going to, you know, be unable to convince myself to go to the very back part again? Will I, you know, what will be the thing that ends this searching in the cave? Um, so I hope that there's way more in there all the time. 
Courtney, it's been it's been a pleasure to chat. Thank you for uh, giving us an awesome update on just like your mindset and and sort of the why behind this year's UTMB. I think for fans of the sport, myself included, you've made this a summer to remember. Uh, so yeah, thanks for bringing us along for the fireworks and the excitement. Any final thoughts that you want to share with listeners and viewers before we go? Oh man, um, I think. This summer has been all about why not for me. And I think that it is a cool thing to apply to all parts of our lives. Like if something sounds crazy, why not try it? Because, um, yeah, we, I mean, you're only going to find out some new things if you go for it, even if it doesn't end up with the results that you might hope for.